It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Modder, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, and also the NAFI Global Coordinator. To learn more about NAFI, go to www.wrnafi.com. Each week I get to interview a dynamic individual, and today I am so excited because I get to interview Dame Shelley Hunt, who is the founder and CEO of the Women of Global Change. And recently, NAFI partnered with the Women of Global Change. She also is the CEO of Success is by Design, Remake My Life, and other multiple companies. She is a global entrepreneur, business strategist, international speaker, author, and a TV executive producer. In 2014, the special honor of knighthood was bestowed upon Dame Shelley Ann Hunt by the Order of St. John. She is the proud recipient of the 2013 Humanitarian Award at the World Congress Center. As the First Lady of Entrepreneurs, she has served well over tens of thousands of women and children worldwide in communities and outreach programs. Shelley served on the National Board of National Women's Political Caucus, hosted the 2014 Emma Award, is a lead mentor in the billionaire and has been mentioned in Forbes.com. Her other appearances are numerous and include CBS, ABC, USA Today, CBS Money Watch, Beyond the Dow, HLN, and many others. She has worked with major corporations to include Time Warner, M3, the Young Entrepreneur Society, VH1, Pacific Electric, and Kimberly Clark, to name a few. Shelley is a proud member of the Alliance of Women and Media, which promotes positive progress and change for women and sits as a judge for the last five years for nationally televised Gracie Awards. She is also a wonderful woman of heart, and I am so honored that she is also my friend. Welcome, Shelley. I'm so happy to have you on the show. Thank you, Robbie. I'm so excited to be part of this Diva Strategies for Success. What is the history behind women leading the workforce? Are we winning or what's happening? You know, it's really interesting. You know, the first time we went into the workforce was right around World War One. Then we went back in and World because they needed actually factory workers. They didn't have enough of us. In World War Two, they brought us in even more so because they needed literate factory workers that they could pay less to. And this time with the, you know, 21st economy booming, you know, tanking, I should say, not booming, but tanking, 
we vacuumed in in just incredible numbers. And right now, we are the majority of the workforce out here in America. And so, you know, it just gives us incredible power. And so that it's very exciting to me. Very exciting. What do you what is, what all what is the power that women have in the workforce today? Well, I think one of the things is that, you know, we're we're over 65, almost 70% of the blue collar workforce, but we're also 80% of the consumers in our country. And we are the buyers. We are the people that we are um, you know, giving our giving services and products to. And so that gives us insight that I think, you know, we have yet to look at as women really the benefits of that and the power that we hold as women in our country right now. Why do we have the advantage of women in the workplace at this time? It's the right, you know, it's all about timing, as you know. It is. I think it's all about timing. And I think right now, you know, we're just in a very unique place as women. You know, we, we've really struck a balance um, between home and work and we're not, you know, putting on the, the male role. We're, we're being both our feminine and masculine selves and fully coming out and engaged. And I think that the power that we have is our mind works differently. We're not linear thinkers. We're actually great multitaskers. <laughs> you know, they say a woman makes more decisions by 10 in the morning than a man makes all day. And if you think about it, you know, I mean... It, it is really true. It's actually scientifically true, too. <laughs> so it gives us an advantage. <laughs> what are the reasons women make great executives, other than that we are well, multitask? Yeah, I think, one, we are multitaskers, but I think we make great executives because we're definitely not um, shy about any longer we I think you know in the past I know in my grandmother's generation and even a little bit in my mother's generation there was a holding back of who we are and I think we're not doing that anymore and we're coming in as our feminine selves you know I um, teach I've taught in Harvard the University of Chicago and also I still teach in Cal State Long Beach in engineering and to the MBA um, department in business strategy and one of the things that happened about 10 years ago is they said, oh, my gosh, women are not coming into specialized fields. And so it was really hurting our technology. It was hurting our innovation. And so I think one of the reasons that women make great executives is we're innovative. We don't just see the obstacle. We can see multiple solutions to everything that we do. The other thing is, we're personable. We're a little bit more personable, and so we're not just task-oriented, though we are. You know, we consider the human beings that are around us, which make for happy employees, which make for great coworkers, and all that kind of stuff. I think, I think we're operating in a camaraderie versus competition kind of role right now. <laughs> why, why is it important to work in collaboration with men and women? Well, I think, you know, um, you know, it was at one point, I know my mother's generation, it was like, you know, they, they had to become in the, more in the male role model um, type persona. And I think right now women are collaborating with women more than they probably have in many years. Um, we're not seeing each other as competition. We're seeing each other as support. 
you know, and we're not competing with men. I find that many women that are around me that I see out in the world and I travel a lot, it's really the competition of self is more the game that we're playing right now, which is a very healthy perspective, um, you know, and, and that we're seeing, like I mentioned before, you know, whether it's a man or a woman, we're seeing a human being in front of us, and that's what matters. We're seeing their gifts, their talents, you know, um, and they're a member of the team. There is no label as much, <laughs> I think. I like why do women need to play an offensive versus defensive role in the boardroom? Well, I think, you know, instead of going, wow, do I have the right answer, I think we're getting to a point where we're starting to recognize, re-recognize, or however we want to put it, our value. Like I said in Cal State Long Beach, they said, hey, you know, there's systems throughout our country that are lacking because we think differently. And so I, when I say offensive versus defensive, or when you ask that, the, the way I see it is really that we're putting our thoughts, our input into the table, on the table, as valuable. Whether it's right or it's wrong, there's no ego attached. It's just, you know, how do we play together? It's a team. <laughs> and I think you know, women just need to step into being more of team members. And I think that our country is ready for that and in dire need of it in many industries. I totally believe that. How do we balance the masculine and the feminine sides of ourselves? Well, you know, they, I heard this really great story once. And, it, you know, I used to come home, I'd go to work, and I'd come home because when I work on definitely I'm more, you know, in that masculine side of myself. I'm all about the to-dos and getting it done and that kind of thing. And so I would operate that way. And then I'd come home and then I'm, I'm, you know, a mom, I'm a single mom of my daughter. And so, you know, I'd have to switch gears. And I heard this beautiful story one time and it, it talked about the Indians and it said, you know, the hunters would leave the village. And when they left the village, they would go out and they would hunt and they'd get all ramped up and aggressive and it's a whole different vibration and then they would come back to the village and what they would do is they would make their camp outside the village for 24 hours before they came into the village because life in the village was still in its same vibration and a very nurturing state and so they would ground themselves before they came in. I think that we as women have really learned to um, embrace and we're, we're learning to embrace all of who we are. Like I don't um, deny the part of myself that is like Joan of Arc, that is the warrior, you know, <laughs> and yet I'm the lover, I'm the mother, I'm the friend. There's all these different facets to us that we can call forth, um, you know, more and more as we start to become whole and who we are. And so I think that, you know, it's really recognizing all of the facets of us as an individual and embracing all of it, not just getting stuck in one or the other, but really embracing all of who we are because as women we are just really incredible, dynamic human beings. And, you know, we can be on the front lines. I always love to say it because I say, you know, women can be on the front lines with the fight of a lion, but they always fight with the heart of humanity in their hand. And I think that 
um, that is a, a place for us to be able to fully operate, you know, out there in the world right now. I totally believe that as well. Why uh, do you think it's so important for women to play an active leadership role in the world with everything that's going on? Well, you know, I think that the world right now, we have been under hierarchical society, and I love men, you know, but we have been, and it has served us, this hierarchical structure. However, right now, you know, even the Dalai Lama said it, the Western woman will save the world, right? When I think what he meant by that is that a, a group of women working together in leadership is what is needed right now. We need the balance of the feminine. We need the balance of the fight with the heart of humanity um, and that people matter much more. The task will get done, but that people matter. And I think that, you know, it's just so imperative right now. The world is just in such dire need of heart, based leaders and I'm not talking woo woo I'm not talking like airy fairy oh we're all going to hold hands and kumbaya peace I'm talking about active participants out there in the world every time a woman is around whether it's their own child their nieces their nephews their neighbors whatever and we are leading examples as far as balance and um you know, fighting with the heart of humanity. Every time we do that, we change the next generation. And so for me, I think that, you know, I've looked at, I'm, I'm such an activist on in humanity and, you know, in how do we serve positive progress and change on the face of this planet. And I've worked with teens and I've worked with the San Francisco Police Department with their high-risk youth. I developed a program about 16 years ago. I've done, you know, I've worked with women, um, domestic violence, uh, trauma, uh, all sorts of stuff. And I really came to the realization that when we as women leaders come forth, which we are in numbers right now coming forth, then we affect the next generation. We lead by example, and I think that that is something that is needed right now, of how do we play copacetically with other women, with other men? How do we play with powerful leaders? There's nothing that is a better example than several women who are powerful leaders playing together in camaraderie versus competition. That changes our next generation. That is so true. I love your Women of Global Change. How did you come up with the idea, and how is the Women of Global Change supporting women in business? Um, Well, Women in Global Change has a gateway program that we've just um, put into place because I I actually was in D.C. and um, was sitting with the U.S. Department of Labor and the Prime Minister of Labor in Canada, and they were talking about, you know, women are going into these specialized fields and they're getting, you know, their certificates in specialized fields, um, you know, and then one of the things that's happening is they're not sticking in the workforce. They're lasting about three or four years. And, you know, they're working under other companies and in the blue collar. And I am really, really, really passionate about women stepping into executive roles. And I am really passionate about women at least having a side, if if nothing else, a side business that is their own. And so one of the things that the Women of Global Change did to support that is 
We started a gateway program, and the gateway program puts women into business for themselves in 48 hours. They get business plans. They get the whole thing. And, you know, it's pretty much done by scholarships and sponsorships and that kind of thing. But I really want right now women to have literacy in business, just even the basics of it. You know, most of us have been running the family finances or our own finances, um, whatever it is, kind of haphazardly in the back room because we had to, because, you know, the lights had to stay on and the bills had to get paid and we had to feed, you know, put food in the house. And so I just think being able to have an understanding of how to start your own business, how to brand your own business, how how do you push a button and do a business plan? This doesn't have to mean, you know, so many people would say, okay, go ahead and, you know, raise a couple hundred thousand dollars and name your business and do this and, like, get all of these ducks in a row, and then you're going to open the doors. Well, one thing I know about women is you fire a woman up, let me tell you something, there will be no obstacles. She will climb that mountain, she will strap the baby to her back, and she will keep going and bring her friends. (laughs) And so, well, you know, I just, I really wanted to flip the model and give women you know, the literacy and the know-how of being able to start their own business and and be able to launch their own business and the alternatives that they have with that. So I'm just really – can you tell I'm excited about it? (laughs) I'm very excited about it. How do they get involved in the Women of Global Change? Well, they can go to womenofglobalchange.com. Um, you know, we do partner with NAFI, as you mentioned. Um, we are proud partners of NAFI because they support exactly what we believe in, um, you know, which is women being empowered and coming up not just in the workforce but in, in their own empowerment. Um, and so they can go there and they can join. Uh, there is a free level. There's some other levels that they can look at if they want to. Um, but it is a network for women to be able to present what are their businesses, what are their services, what do they want to do in the world, and where are they at, and where do they want to go. And so, you know, it's sisters working with sisters, and I love that. <laughs> so how could they want to learn more about you, Shelley, because you do so many things. How can they learn more about you? Um, they can go to success is by design. Success is by design dot com. They can also look me up, Shelly Hunt, S H E L L I E H U N T. Um, you know, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm I'm all over the place. I'm not hard to get a hold of, you know, if you ever want to reach out, please do. Um, you know, my favorite thing, Robbie, and you know this is supporting other women. Really you know, shining. I, I love that. You know, and going. Okay, let's. If we're gonna play, let's play big. <laughs> let's not. Let's not just play small. What are some of the things you have coming up in the future? Because you're always thinking and doing. <laughs> well, one of the things that I have coming up in the future, I have a new book that's coming out with Bob Proctor, and it's called "Those That Serve Succeed." Because I honestly believe it's all about service and how do we take our purpose and our passion and, um, you know, share it with the world successfully. 
because I, I believe those that serve succeed and that there are rules to, um, you know, having, um, you know, higher success and, like I said, reaching out our hand to others, um, I, you know. And so, anyways, that book is coming out with Bob Proctor and myself. I'm very excited. I looked at the cover yesterday. I'm getting ready to go into India, Romania, and I'm speaking even at the Russian Parliament this year. Um, wow. In July, I am in the Yucatan, and I am um, with the Women of Global Change. We do a, a yearly summit, and we are doing um, a orphanage in the Yucatan. Um, and so it's it's a girls' school slash orphanage. And so they currently have... 32 girls that are living in and learning school and doing stuff, and we're going to be bringing desks in. Sometimes, you know, we've done infant care unit centers. We've done wells. We've done all sorts of things around the world. This project, though, really called to me, um, and, you know, our, our help was needed there. And so, you know, people come from all over the world. They fly in, and we get to play together, network together, and we serve together. And so we'll be serving at um, this girls' school and orphanage. So that's something else that's coming up that's in July. They can find that at the Women at Global Change site. Yes, How have, you know, you you mentioned that you have a beautiful daughter who has just grown up to be just amazing. How did you balance all the business stuff and raising a daughter? Because a lot of women are going through the same thing. You know, I really practice. That's a great question. Um, you know, at one point I was all harried and I was just running around and I, I, my daughter came in and she stood at the other side of my desk and she was probably, she was probably like four and she goes, I'm a juggling clown. This is the true story. She goes, I'm a juggling clown. And I looked at myself, I was like, wow, I'm a juggling clown right now. I am. I started laughing. I go, that's me. She says, mom, will you have a tea party with me? I said, okay. So I sat on the floor with her, and as we were pretending, you know, with the tea cups and the whole thing, she looked at me and she said, Mom, be here with me. I said, I am here with you. And the truth was I wasn't because my mind was thinking this has to get done, that has to get done. What about the laundry? What about that business call I was supposed to make? What about this? What about that? What about this bill? What about that? And what I really did was I started to practice being in the moment, So when I was with her, I was with her. And from that moment on, I I went, okay, so when it's time to work, it's time to work. When it's time to be her mom, I was her mom. When, you know, and that's what I meant by there's facets to us as women. And sometimes we hang on to one of those, those facets of us you know, day after day after day, never mind, just all day. And so it really is being in the moment and shifting gears when I want to shift gears, not when the habit calls me. So it's kind of like, okay, I'm in the, work, I'm in the you know, uh, Joan of Arc work mode right now, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to purposely shift gears become the nurturer and become the mom, you know. And so, and I always felt like my family time came first. And people knew that about me, that if someone in my family needed me, I was there. 
because there will always be another task. There will always be more work. And how I know, like I'm off kilt, is that there isn't enough time in the day. If you feel like there isn't enough time in the day, then time is running you. You're not running time. And so I purposely was like, no, I'm running my life. I don't want to be on automatic pilot. I want to be in the moment. I want to be aware of what is going on. I want to call my shots in my life. And it's so easy for us to get on the little treadmill, you know, so many times. And I saw friends, too, you know, and I started to do it with Cheyenne where I was like, wow, what do you mean you're like four already? Where did that go? Because the time will go anyways, but I was like, wait, I need to spend time with you and and hear you and, and be with you. And when I'm with a work associate, I sit, I hear them, I'm with them, I connect. See, that makes me better at work. It makes me more productive. It makes me more focused. It makes me less crazy, feeling like there's not enough time in the day because there will always be more tasks to do. <laughs> and then it, it allows me, yeah, the personal connection. Uh, women of global change where they can have their business because I am sure that everything that you developed for that, you went through yourself and, and you could perfect it to know that it does work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was one of those things where, you know, and I've gone through it, you know, having grown up under a house literally, and you know my history, Robbie, some people listening may not, but growing up under a house literally in Boston, Massachusetts, for a single mom and not having a lot of money and one pair of shoes at a time, you know, and not having a, um, you know, my mom didn't understand business. She didn't have a business of her own at that time. And, you know, I really had a lot of haphazard, you know, discovery, um, you know, rediscovery and all sorts of things. And so it is really an honor to be able to bring in the Gateway program because I wished I had had that when I started my first business, never mind the second one or the third one or the fourth one or the fifth one. I I wished I had had that kind of guideline and um, something so that I would have some knowledge in it. I I didn't have knowledge in it. And, you know, so it's an absolute pleasure to be able to share not only what I know but be able to go, these are some of the pitfalls. And sometimes it's the pitfalls that are the biggest things to share so you can avoid them. I wish I had had a few, you know, guidelines of how do I do this. But, yes, it has been tested and and it works. And so I, I'm very excited about the Gateway because we our country is founded on 97% entrepreneurs and small businesses. And, you know, having us as women in the workforce, the reason that we vacuumed in, of course, was because they – fired the men because they could hire us cheaper because we're still making less, you know, um, than the men. And I still think America should be the leader of women in equal pay. I won't get on that soapbox, but I easily could. However, I think that with us being in the workforce and us having been in the back room juggling the bills and juggling everything, right now we have an opening and an opportunity for women business owners and women leaders to step into executive positions and CEO positions like never before. And to me, that that was the biggest, most 
turn on exciting thing, you know, um, of our time right now. <laughs> Give them your website again because we're down to two minutes. To show. It's amazing how fast a half an hour goes. I know. Um, the website is www.womenofglobalchange.com. Womenofglobalchange.com. You'll find, um, you know, all of the stuff we do there, including the gateway. You know, if that's something that, that's of interest to you and you're ready to start your own business, we do have our international summit. We're going to Mexico, so it's very close. We're not going to the other side of the world this time. Um, and then also you have um, me, Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-I-E, Hunt, H-U-N-T, Facebook, Twitter, all over the place. So, you you know, feel free to reach out, most definitely. Oh, Even success is by design is another one. They can find me there also. It was a delight to have you on the show today. I just love you, and you're a fabulous presenter. My um, members just absolutely loved, loved your presentation. So <clears throat> I look forward to connecting with you again soon, and I Thank wish you, you a fabulous day. Thank you so much for having me on, and, you know, go Divas. <laughs> We're yeah. needed. Go out there. Go get them. Play big. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Down to the end. And this is Robbie Motter of Diva Strategies for Success, where every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I bring you a dynamic guest. And if you can't listen live, you, the shows are always archived. And we love to have you listen. They're all fabulous presenters and have great information to share. And of course, Shelly Hunt is very special. She's been successful in everything that she does. So thank you. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.